0: Welcome to your favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piskor. I'm Jim Rugg. Fun video today, but a little business ahead of time. Uh, the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon is there to mitigate the Kayfabe effect. For those who support the channel the most, uh, the King Kayfabers, get all the videos before anybody else. And a healthy sample of them are hanging out with us in the chat room at this very moment while we record this. Uh, This is being recorded in July, which means Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July is coming to you last Saturday in July. We are going around our neighborhoods and we are stuffing those free little lending libraries full of comics. Uh, We are putting those comics face out if there is a glass facade on those free little lending libraries because we want the public to see cool comics. We want... We want literate people to go to those libraries and pick up comics, potentially for the first time, give them a shot and uh, come back for more. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Please tag us in any photos or videos that you take uh, and post on your social media. We will be happy to uh, repost those. That was like a big chunk of the fun uh, during last year's effort where we got thousands of people to participate. Give me tens of thousands this year. Now that that little part of business is, uh, is out of the way, uh, we did one of these before. Let's do it again, Jimmy, where we take every single issue of Mad Magazine, this time from 1990, from January to December, which is not 12 issues. Uh, usually it usually comes out ten times a year, but this is about nine. Uh, probably some extra specials and things. Uh, we uh, are going to give a cursory look and glance. At uh, every issue, and just like uh, talk some fun pop culture stuff, some cool comic book things show up uh, within these pages. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah.
1: But I can't believe there's not a station that just just looks at Mad Magazine covers through the ages. These are some of my favorite videos. Oh, dude. They are such a snapshot of a time period, and everything floods back. Like I look at yeah. this because, and we've said it in Wizard episodes, like my timeline's just all over the place. You encounter this stuff at different times to see it more or less chronologically through these covers and so innovative like starting right here an 8-bit Newman like come on yeah you know like what more could you ask for this is a cover to me I look at this and go if I had thought of that today
0: I would feel pretty proud of myself totally. it has aged gorgeously absolutely uh, this we could bookend this man so here's here's your first here's your last married with children Simpsons like the Fox Network we Amazing. Now, we now have four reliable channels on TV in America at this point and fox has eaten some lunch this this freaking year because there's going to be a lot of fox tv parodies
1: look at how good both of those covers are just in terms of like what do you do with it you know you want the big likeness put that on there everybody this was so hot all the t-shirts everywhere oh, like yeah. the bootleg t-shirts and stuff it's incredible to think how much that's evolved over time but what do you, let's get some joke let's get a joke in there what can we do with this <laughs> it's amazing
0: cool so let's let's jump in and you know what man let me give shouts to uh, alika seki Who's the guy who uh, I made a deal with when we went to uh, we went to Maui Comic Con uh, a couple of years back, man? Like right after, right after the year after COVID or something, I think that was. And uh, he had every issue of Mad Mag. He put together every issue of Mad Magazine from issue one, the comic, to like 450 or so. And uh, I traded him a piece of artwork for all of it. You know, like by I get home, you know, at the end of the convention several days later uh, it was 15 priority mailboxes showed up on, <laughs> on the front steps man uh, to represent all of those issues so we have them all we have all the issues that matter man every single one and i like doing these cover to cover things where we get a little snapshot in a year of pop culture it's like a, this is like a hyper wizard episode where we do you know we cover 12 months of issues in 12 episodes We're doing one year dude in 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 one conversation here and the last time we did we were impressed by how how spot on they were yeah yeah this this is uh, how do i want to do this one okay so like off the bat like this era of mad maybe the youngest person working at mad is 35 or something right (laughs) so like they always get the newer stuff wrong a little bit because like we know that's luigi (laughs) we do we know that that's luigi already he was luigi was established already but uh you know the business is booming honey i shrunk the kids is the uh the movie feature and such
1: high level of crafts you know as commercial artists and, and cartoonists and caricaturists man this stuff is great
0: it is the nes era guide to new uh computer games jordan vs bird great game carmen san diego but they get deep to like even like laser shoot larry a paternity suit, Larry. You know, like that. That was out at that time.
1: Yeah, that one's new to me.
0: <laughs> you don't know leisure suit, Larry? I, I don't. No. It's a whole franchise, man. Of, of a deadbeat guy, uh, leisure uh, of of like a, a coxman type feller. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah, that okay.
1: feels like something that may have gone in Japan, and they just didn't quite find the audience here. Built
0: here. <laughs> yeah, it's total American stuff, man. Wow love uh Jack Davis we saw some some Sergio I did little bits of pulling things man uh so one of the things that I always loved in my era of Mad magazine was they always got it was always Angelo Torres that they got to do the mad version of different cartoon characters he could he could approximate any of the strips he was like the way you are with the uh Red Room covers he could just do that sort of thing and the idea with this is that it's a it's a surplus catalog where you could buy like Acme novelty items like mickey gloves or you know a rubber gun or something but a noteworthy angelo torres is that he's the youngest of the fleegals so he's kicking it with al williamson frazetta roy crankle he's the youngest of that crew and he's the guy who drew the strip an incredible science fantasy that got rejected by the code completely and they substituted in that comic the judgment day comic with uh, the Joe Orlando joint, mm-hmm. and they were going to reject that story. Uh, if you get the hardcover Russ Cochran EC reprints, it has the actual Angelo Torres story, and I don't understand why it's why it got rejected. There's a little bit of ghastly body horror stuff where there's like a big eyeball on dude on dudes backs, but that seems pretty quaint and uh, pussy to uh, to not um, keep that shit going. Dude, Married with Children, Sam Viviano, he was really showing up in a big way to uh, compete with Mort Drucker. It's very attractive. And dude, it's early enough that it's still Jefferson Darcy era of uh, Married with Children, man. It's it's Mullet, (laughs) Bud Bundy... It's that that era. Christina Applegate. Of, uh, yeah, Christina Applegate. You ever there's a uh, decline the kind of Western civilization? of documentaries like do you know those? It's a lady who did the movie called Suburbia. There's three of them. The first one is punk rock. I think it's the second one is about like hair metal, and they interview this girl that supposedly Christina Applegate base her character off of and it's the most vapid groupy, ditzy bimbo that you couldn't believe because because <laughs> it's also west coast you know it's la so it's like melrose ave type shit you know and this chick is chrissy kelly bundy exists she 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 was out there man in real life and she was fucking motley crew probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really is great drawings you know, you see it, like, even in, like, the hair details. This could be, if you told me that was McFarlane and that's all
0: you showed me, I, I would believe you. <laughs> yeah, man. That's so funny. It's almost Mary Jane. So fascinating how, like, Fox, Fox really was, they, they, they put, drew their line in the sand in, like, 1989, 1990, and they really showed up in a big way. This is a wild program, uh, Married with Children was. Super subversive. Like, and, now, and that's what Fox was considered. Like, everybody was, like, don't, that's trash TV. That's trash stuff. Around this era, too, everybody remembers Simpsons, everybody remembers this, everybody remembers 90210. There was a show where George C. Scott was the president that I remember as a little kid. Like, he played the president of the United States, but it, it, but it was a comedy show. For, completely forget what that is, man, but clearly just a blip. Rest in peace, Al Jaffe. We lost him very, very recently, probably the last of that era. This video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon
1: three levels of access to our videos early and at the King Kayfaber level you actually get access to all of our videos early and the recording session so you'll be the first in line to beat the kayfabe effect when you see a book that you want to add to your collection you'll get it before uh, the kayfabe effect sends it through the roof or makes it hard to find these videos are also brought to you by the books that we make you see our bibliography in front of you we've got some new books on their way or recent editions to our publications, So, Street Angel Princess of Poverty will be out later this year from Image Comics. This collects all my Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live, which is also available from Image. You can see Hulk Grand Design and the Plain Janes as well, and my latest comic, True Crime Funny, is available directly from my website or on my Patreon. Ed's got some big books coming out later this year, starting with the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. Notice that beautiful gold foil cover. This is going to collect all of the Hip Hop Family Tree comics, as well as 140 extra pages, and will be out this fall in time for the holiday season. But it has been sent to print, so you're going to want to reserve your copy ASAP to make sure that you get one this holiday season for you or the hip hop fan in your life. X-Men Grand Design is being collected, all three of the X-Men Grand Design volumes in one easy to read copy. So pick that one up again. Pre-order it now. It'll be ready for Christmas this year. And Red Room Crypto Killers, the third season of Red Room. First two issues have been released already. There are two more coming soon. And there are two trade paperbacks collecting the first two volumes. These are all self-contained. So whatever Red Room you find, that's the perfect place to start reading. And now back
0: to our video a lot of covers are like this Jimmy where it's kind of a little bit of a gag there's not really a big pop culture parody piece to uh to lean on
1: no i would say the significant thing there is sergio aragoni's doing a really nice full cover He's illustration a yeah getting a payday dude well, and also a little outside of his style like i I wouldn't have guessed that was him if, oh, all, I see. if all I had was the cover to go by i I wouldn't know if it weren't for the signature it would and be, it's cool to see him flex
0: it would be fun to see like if a, if patterns show up where like you know like once a year they'll they'll give Sergio that cover rate because historically classically covers you get two three x the price of an interior page and matt already pays really well so maybe you want to spread that out and not just give the 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 big payday to just true man if you're an editor you want to keep keep your talent happy absolutely man so uh, this is one that i wanted to pull dude it's uh every now and again and and we'll get there maybe we did it in 1989 maybe that's when no holds barred was but jack davis will do the movie parody every now and then uh i saw lethal weapon 2 far more then I saw Lethal Weapon 1. It was on Cinemax or HBO. When my parents had Cinemax or HBO, they would oscillate. You know, a couple of months we'll get HBO, a couple of months we'll get Cinemax, a couple of months we'll have nothing. But I taped this, and it was on one of our, you know, 10 VHS tapes. And I could probably recite it Man. verbatim to you.
1: Jack Davis. I look at Jack Davis art anytime you want to show it to me.
0: He, plays, he does some interesting stuff at this era because he will incorporate pencil as his grayscale motif in a lot of his material and this ain't this ain't the only one that we will see where that goes down. Uh it doesn't feel like he he uh aesthetically knows or cares who Mel uh Mel what the fuck's his name? Gibson Mel Gibson and Denny Glover is. Because he's kinda it's closer to Ted Danson.
1: That's funny. That that's really funny if he doesn't really
0: care that much. It really looks like Ted Danson in some of these
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a riot they still continue to put out like the mad compilations you know at the supermarket yeah and the one that i just saw it's a jaws cover and it's all you know it's movie parodies collection of movie parodies so they do those by theme now but why not look at brian bosworth
0: that and that is why i pulled this one man because because i I felt like you needed to see a mort drucker boss you were right i had no idea i needed that (laughs) Man, now I need the whole Stone Cold uh, parody, <laughs> the movie parody. This, That's a great drawing. This artist, I I recognize. I'm quite sure it's Gary Gersten. Quite sure, in the mid '90s, he was doing these kind of caricatures in Playboy. Whenever there would be an interview with like Francis Ford Coppola or somebody like that, it's it's very much a style like this. It's very
1: rich. Yeah, I like this style a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's very magazine illustratory. Remember that show, man. Remote Control?
1: Yes, I do. I used to have a Remote Control T-shirt. Um, speaking of like the what Nintendo was yeah. in the early '90s, get multiple covers or coverage throughout here. Arsenio Hall is a pretty fun one.
0: Yeah, totally, man. It's the era, dude. It's yes, Kinnison is still around. Kinnison will will show up on uh, Married with Children. I think Adam Sandler was like a bit player on Remote Control. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. It might have even been before Saturday Night Live. Oh, dude, this is pretty sick, man. It's Greg Theakston. Look at how badass of an artist he is. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, never in a million years would I pick that, and this is quite a spread.
0: Yeah, and it's... Dude, this is like Scream before Scream. It's it's all the tropes of uh, slasher movies like within this parody, but like just the rigor of his art is fantastic. This is one that I
1: will, when I'm editing, pause on that screen and just kind of like, read <laughs> that page. Yeah, man.
0: That's Look, a great subject, man. too much uh, else... I mean everything sticks out, but we're just pulling some big stuff. So this one fucking misses every step of the way, in my opinion. It's Doogie Hauser Empty Nest. Like maybe Doogie, but I do remember
1: Doogie Hauser pretty well. I remember. Empty both. Nest being a little above uh, a little older audience than me.
0: I yeah, think. yeah. And but you know, that gets the more a uh, Drucker uh parody.
1: You wonder if that's one for the uh the the guys working on the magazine you know slightly older generation like a show that they were uh talking about around the water cooler
0: yeah and then you got your doogie and what's what's remarkable is like how they they get everybody they get everybody even that orderly dude you know
1: you could take so much from this as like a drawer like even just like different hair techniques yeah yeah these guys were really strong yeah it's
0: unbelievable level of craft
1: it's a bummer because this illustration level of craft is just not something that's around anymore.
0: No. No, not at all. Always like to show off a little little Jack Davis. And once again, man, the cool thing about most of these magazines that I got off Alika is uh not too not too well folded. You know, you go to any flea market and get a mad magazine and they're very, very, very well folded. Crime and plea bargaining. Tell me that ain't an era, huh, Jimmy? Yes. When this was everywhere. And it makes you think, like, because we existed through this stuff. uh, How'd they ever think they were going to get away with that for long? It lasted a while. It did. (laughs) The the giant penis on the face. It lasted a long time. (laughs) I was more just thinking about a cartoon mascot of cigarettes. Once again, dude, like, Back to the Future is the movie parody, but it's just kind of a little gag cover. Very, very curious that, that they didn't stick with a popcorn. I kinda piece. love going
1: through we're we're four magazines in and already we've covered two major sequels. When people talk about like everything's a sequel now or a remake, yeah. It's not new. Dude, this one as is as soon as they figured out how to cash in on that, we've been doing that for for a long time. So
0: check out the mashups of stuff that they did, because it's not just you know you're not just getting back to the future in order to keep up with the timelines you got john madden who's who's giving you the play-by-play to, to make sure that your years correspond and stuff and to see more drucker do peanuts characters how cool is that
1: and do you realize his his commentary is coming from fox this right, is fox right. getting the nfl and he was their big
0: hire right absolutely yeah good good call man that's wild the fox mad connection 21st century fox connection. they like
1: owned that 20 that uh you know 1990s yeah or 1990, I guess specifically.
0: There he is, mad and doing his so thing. Funny. Okay, so well, let's play this game, Jimmy. It's the uh, the Mad Switcheroos, right? Oh boy! And then you have to fill in the gap here, and it rhymes with this. So, question: <laughs> What's the difference between a cheap eatery and Geraldo Rivera? Answer: A cheap eatery serves up hash and tripe. Geraldo Rivera serves up trash and hype. Ah, uh, yes, I see. What's the difference between a nervous collapse and an IRS audit? A nervous collapse is a breakdown that shakes you. An IRS <laughs> audit is a shakedown that breaks you. <laughs> yes. That's good, right? What's the difference between a poultry lab and a sleazy lawyer? A poultry lab takes in cluckers for science, and I was like, oh, are we going to use F words? (laughs) And a sleazy lawyer takes in suckers suckers for for clients. clients.
1: Yeah. These are funny because this is another one of those jokes where as a kid you're like, I don't get it. Right. Yeah, I don't get the...
0: An audit. Yeah, totally. Uh, What's the difference between a spank... A spanking... And a tourist in Mexico... This is... This is the one that made me laugh the most. What is the difference between a spanking and a tourist in Mexico? A spanking rattles the buns. And a tourist in Mexico battles the runs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a horse player and Jason? A horse player backs up a hunch. And Jason
1: hacks up a bunch.
0: <laughs> What's the difference between a smoker and Kermit the Frog? This is another, uh, this is another one of those ones, man. A smoker craves a sig in the pack. And Kermit the Frog craves... Pig in the Sack. (laughs) That's a strange bit. I bet you those were like ad-lib type books that were out at the time or something. Like that's like a little pop culture thing that came and went.
1: I also bet they had just a wall of stuff written. Sure. (laughs) Many many of the best ones that just could not be printed. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Now, Angelo Torres... uh, No, this is Russ Cooper. Famous movies were made into comic strips, dude. So, always a sucker for this kind of thing the godfather with little woodstock heads in the bed uh that's pretty clever honey i shrunk the kids calvin and hobbs getting squashed trying to uh, trying to approximate that line can't do it can't do it man angelo torres would have been your guy psycho by kathy Geis white
1: i think this passes the mustard 90 percent though
0: sure it's good yeah it's it's not bad lean on me by gary trudeau <laughs> beautiful but that's not all, dude. Cat taxi driver in a one panel cartoon. Feel keen. Was Godzilla a strip? Or like a single like a like a Marmaduke? I had no idea about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Or no, no, no. My bad. Oh, we're getting conflated. It's Marmaduke or or whatever. I don't know what this is. It's gotta but, be Marmaduke. But it's, it's the Godzilla kind of thing. We got we got confused for a second, man. The Garfield version of Cries and Whispers. It would be funny if I knew what that movie was. Do you know that movie?
1: I don't know that one. But this is funny. As you get into, like, further down, we're getting Blondie and
0: Nancy mashups. And it's perfect. Great balls of fire. So you have, like, (laughs) Mary and your little cousin. Dagwood and his little cousin. Dangerous Liaisons. I bet there's titties in that movie. Doesn't that sound like a movie where there would be some nudity? Maybe Demi Moore. Nightmare on Elm Street uh, as B.C., I guess. Platoon uh, would be Bloom County. Opus, Throw Mama from the Train would be, is that like Gahan Wilson or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know know what this strip is supposed to be. I love that shit, dude. Big sucker for that.
1: Yeah, that feels like that's from the very beginning template of Mad Magazine that you would go into the uh, comic strips.
0: Yeah. War of the Roses, Baseball Card Speculator Boom, Coach is on TV. New Kids on the Block. That feels late. But then but then with Simpsons and New Kids on the Block, that that roots it into my time period. I'm in second grade here. Once again, another gag cover that it's not really it's not really um like a movie parody or anything like No, that. but you
1: got your all star Jack Davis doing it. So yeah. again, like throw your good artists, make sure they get a cover to that year. The stuff
0: that he was doing, man, he was doing T V guide two, three T V guide covers uh a year.
1: Yeah, I mean he's my my money for the best illustrator to come out of comics. Maybe the most prolific, you know, if not the best. Still got the
0: OG Spy vs. Spy guy doing his thing. I forget his name.
1: Yeah, I used to... I, I remember buying, like, the one of the compilations of Spy vs. Spy, the way Mad would do their compilations. Right. Always great for, like, essentially a wordless comic.
0: <laughs> this Rick Tolka... uh caricature of new kids on the block is the big highlight here because he's vicious man like look at them dsls on this boy's face
1: i like i like that art oh
0: it's so good man it's so good like so this era would be second grade and it was there were two times where i completely went against a hundred percent of like my classmates or like my contemporaries one was we got participation trophies uh And little league we didn't win a game and I was so embarrassed by that and fucking insulted and everybody was like dude why you being a party pooper blah 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 I'm like fuck this shit and then uh, the second one was me shitting on new kids on the block in second grade at Catholic school and I said that that dude Danny looked like a monkey and to and to imply any kind of like evolution kind of gimmick in Catholic school I had to do the um, write on the board a hundred times. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Danny from the Bart Simpson. Exactly, and Simpsons comes out after. Uh, so that beginning, and I'm like, hey, I had to do that. Like, like I thought I was a, you know, like that was just something we invented at school. But the
1: uh, um, this it illustration makes me very curious about rick tolka and what else he has done i love that he does eyelashes it's such a subtle piece to put on these characters but really like if you're doing like caricatures of pretty boys yeah it's a good detail
0: totally and make the prettiest one the ugliest one yeah but you
1: can still tell who he is it's a good yeah it's it's pretty good as a cartoon
0: yeah donnie from the docks man donnie looks great there (laughs) they all do they all do they're perfect how about this era dude this is this is the uh roseanne singing the national uh anthem one of the big uh things that they would always put against Arsenio Hall was and I guess I guess he would bring it upon himself. He would always talk about his friendship with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Like that was how they would always get him. Uh These during... are
1: these are pretty great.
0: Yeah, totally. I don't know who this is. Lawrence Hall. Yeah, Leading uh environment oh probably Exxon CEO or something.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Pete Rose
0: Fibbers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ohio bri- Bribeman. <laughs> That's a funny name. So we got this mad cover, dude. Uh, Full House is going to be uh, the sitcom that we're going to be talking about. Hunt for Red October. Uh, man, I guess we had a major oil spill because it's carrying over for a couple of months here.
1: Yeah. Big event of that is time that Exxon
0: period. Valdez? Is that when that shit goes down? That's my guess. So, uh, who's that? Is that Buster Douglas? It's got to be Buster Douglas. Who else could it be? Keenan Ivory Wayne's pretending to be <laughs> Mike Tyson, which he did on *In Living Color*. That's my, but it it barely looks like Buster. That looks like Buster, but that face looks like Keenan. Whenever I got the Genesis, which would have been for Holy Communion, once again second grade thing. Uh, one of the games I got was Buster Douglas Boxing, and when it came out, the belt already changed hands. So like before the game even came out, like uh, Mike Tyson kicked his ass again. Or was it? No, no, was it? Uh, Riddick, R- Bow. Riddick Bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fun, dude. Full House. Were you a Full House guy? Watch every episode two times myself. <laughs> I wasn't to that extent, but sure, I saw it. Hard <laughs> so, to avoid. What I what I like about this stuff is there are things just because you can't predict the future, right? So everybody looks good. DJ, Stephanie Tanner, but they just do random baby. Car- because there's you. It's just a baby. Like you're never gonna need to know what that kid turns into, but more successful than every single one of these people combined. Right. Billionaires. Yeah,
1: who would think? Three Stooges makes sense, a lot of sense to me as a, uh, if you're going to cameo some people in a Full House
0: Absolutely parody. There is a, you can watch it on YouTube after you watch your cartoonist kayfabe stuff. The pilot to Full House is available in full with everybody in their proper roles except for some schmuck is Danny Tanner it's a different guy so it's a real like mandala effect kind of thing though it fucks your mind up and when you watch the regular first episode everybody takes the same pregnant pauses and beats in between their lines and stuff it's just this new guy who's 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 in the mix man so clearly it came back from their focus group or whatever and it was like everybody's cool except this fucking drip of a Danny Tanner we need something more we need something better
1: I still say you can take so much character design from this and put it into comics. Absolutely. And it be an improvement on 90% of the comics out there.
0: I hate to always uh, just blow past the Duck Edwing stuff, but he's a fantastic cartoonist, man. Absolutely stellar.
1: And again, stylistically, that just doesn't exist anywhere today.
0: Here's a real good sample of that Jack Davis uh, pencil gray gray tone stuff that he was doing at this time. Also great examples of how much he would bend anatomy around. Like, oh, look yeah. at
1: this wind up for the throw. <laughs> that stuff always would kill me because it would look really good, it would even make sense, and it kind of fit the how to draw comics, the Marvel way of exaggeration. Yeah. And yet, how do you translate that whenever you're barely able to draw anything? like? it was
0: impossible for me to understand why did that work absolutely how's he doing that i don't know if he's the guy who did these i brought it up before and i can't really find anything online but during this era like around like the deadpool new mutants era extinction agenda if you go to like the corner store and stuff there were height of the football cards and baseball cards there were these football cards that were like they were small books and it would be like Warren Moon and it, yeah. it would have like a line and you see them in the old Marvel comics and it would have like their name up there, a photo, but when you open it up, it would have a caricature that was drawn. And in my mind, it's Jack Davis because like that was some of the first stuff that I remember copying a lot and being able to like uh, approach the Warren Moon when I remember the most because uh, it's cow jumped over the moon. So, so it's Warren Moon like dancing over top of the moon. Who is this artist? Oh, dude, that's Dave Burke, uh, the, the, gotcha. light, the lighter side. And it's as far as I know, because we have every Mad Magazine now, yeah. he was never funny. I don't get it at all. It was never funny. That is Bill Gaines. It's a Gaines. great Bill
1: Gaines. Yeah, that's what yeah. caught Bill, my eye. Bill Gaines shows up in every issue. I'm in a weird angle, and it's so clousy in certain parts of it from this angle, and it might just be like it's a clean line yeah. that I'm looking at, but it's it's strange from over here. It right. looks good.
0: Yeah, this stuff is just gold. So when you talk about this stuff looking good, I have to assume that some of it is like the weight and balance feels so evenly distributed like that feels so accurate it doesn't feel lopsided it doesn't feel heavy right nobody's tipping over all the exaggeration
1: still feels like it works like i feel like i could break down these like giant dudes if i were just doing like the cylinders or or the stick figure underneath and it all works yeah like it all fits that changes i think at some point here in the early 90s as cartoonists start to get kind of out of out of hand
0: Modern-day law school. Man, Jaffe. So inventive. Every one of these fold-ins is just phenomenal from one to the next. Totally. And I don't know that he did much work beyond these things. This had to pay a mint. Yeah, you'd hope. You'd hope so. Two more issues, dude. We're in the October 1990 issue. Uh, They missed the mark on this one. Because the big parody piece is, is Gremlins 2. But this is the era of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Now, we did do... 1989 cover to cover where we went to, through every issue and I believe there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cover with Alfred E. Newman then so maybe that's the reason why you don't do it this year but that's far enough span of time that like that I feel like this going to sell some shit and certainly the issues of mad that I do not have uh at the back end Trump is on the cover every two issues maybe every single issue it's like more Donald Trump stuff so like you know you could have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like this year also. Big year for them.
1: Yeah, you get the impression that people, every time they did something successful for a while, I feel like it surprised everyone. (laughs) And at some point it's like, nah, that's an institution. Just accept it. Make a new movie.
0: Right. Wanted to do uh, give a good look at the RoboCop 2 because that's Frank Miller. Right. And when these guys do parody stuff, Uh, You see it most often in Cracked when it's John Severin doing the movie parody, where you see the most photo-accurate stormtroopers in a Star Wars comic you've ever seen in your life, or like a well-put-together lightsabers or Darth Vader's. This is Angelo Torres, and that's a pretty good uh, RoboCop.
1: Yeah, it would always blow my mind because those guys could do these these things that were really hard for me to draw. Yeah, Any of these kind of sci-fi characters, I just couldn't do it, and cracked or mad, I would look at it and it was like magic that's like, he looks good from the side, he looks good whenever we saw him in that first front page. Like, how? It just never never made sense to me. It was so hard. to, Again, like this is that age where like I couldn't draw at all. Yeah, you know, I was just copying whatever I would see, and it was so hard for me to like imagine how
0: you could make this stuff, how you could draw something like Robocop. Absolutely. All that you you bring up a good point because like I this is the era where I'm copying a lot, and you glance over the more stuff. Don't even try that kind of thing like stick with duck edwing and those guys i feel like every mad thing has to end with like some kind of pop culture kind of gimmick like this and look i think it's a is this a gay marriage is that what we're dealing (laughs) with here man (laughs) what else did we pull here man oh of course of course you got to do it yeah i think there's a piece of naughtiness in here man uh april o'neill's name is Gapewell, and i don't know what you think of yeah thinking. i might not do that today <laughs> gape will oh wow is her name there might be an actress named that <laughs> uh but here you have it dude so it's a, it's a movie parody for the very first uh flick imagine eastman and laird like they're they must pinch themselves every day for a good run there but now you're getting your mad parody and the mad parody was a giant deal like Howard Stern owns all the original art whenever he gets parodied. Like, the most famous of people, when they get parodied, they, like, they'll buy the artwork and stuff. Yeah, Uh, man. Eastman must have tracked
1: down some of this stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Look at how, like, the rigor of the background details. These guys stealing stuff and running across the roof. Sam Viviano is no slouch. His name never comes up in the big conversations. But he is, he is every bit uh, as good a caricaturist as, like, Mort Drucker or any of those dudes. Pulling a lot of styles out, some of the animated stuff. You have to, because like if you remember in Pinocchio, there's that like island where like the little boys can go to like do all bad things and stuff. So that's the that's like the pimp guy who like gets them all over there so they could turn them to donkeys or whatever. You got your new kids on the block parody.
1: Spider-Man in the background over here.
0: Point it out, I don't see it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Even got that little dude.
1: Yeah, this stuff's really attractive for for an artist like you say that I don't I don't think of when I think of Mad Magazine. Good Casey Jones. All of it's pretty strong. I like that first page of this. You get like the shot of the turtle's hand reaching out, and it's right. it's very
0: strong. Yeah, dude. And what do we got here, man? We got uh, is that what's his face with um the honeymooners at uh Norton? Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. I think that's uh. Beauty and the Beast, and the Beast, a TV show. I think we saw that one uh, listed in one of the previous mads. If Phantom of the Opera in like 1990, like it was the uh, the new opera, like the uh, musical. Uh, yeah, who's that famous? Uh, Andrew playwright? Lloyd Webber. That's it, man. Like that, there was commercials for that all the time. Like it must have been like a traveling show or something. i i half did this one because i was like is it is this the era where he like throws up everywhere like is this all puke but i i don't even know what it is yeah that's strange yeah. he just disappears i guess he does it, it 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 leans on the pun so dude last issue of december 1990 simpsons heavy simpsons heavy throughout this whole thing man it's it's simpsons fever dude uh so like this one is like father and son like like what lessons do you learn from the various, you know, bad actors in this world? Be it Macho Man, who, dude, look at the era, dude. It's a Sapphire era. Wow. It's it's the dusty angle. Or, like, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> I got nothing against women's lib. I dig broads with fat, hairy legs. <laughs> and then what's the lesson? Always make fun of those who are different from you. See, it's very, it's very faint, like... St- Sandhart institution probably old fuck at this point so it's like what are the bad things that you can pull but like suggesting that simpsons is like this but it's so much more clever it's so much better and stuff but there was a big backlash like i don't know if you remember that maybe you were a little little older so it didn't affect you but i was in second grade at catholic school and there would be assemblies about it do not say eat my shorts at school do not do this it never affected the Piscord house like the Piscord house is where you come to see fucked up uh but there were like kids who were not allowed to watch the simpsons well
1: i was going to say too you know like the simpsons weren't the simpsons that first year or two that's true is they built what they became like you know it's different in those early that first year it was like what is this (laughs) because i remember some backlash from it too and then i think like year two or three they line up they change their time slot to go against the cosby show yeah which at the time seemed like oh you guys are committing suicide right and then
0: like look where we are all these years later this is fucking incredible this spread and this was owned by Sam Simon who passed away from like brain cancer uh... some years back and I got to do that um, Sotheby's auction and I was curious like what's what's comic stuff go for on Sotheby's this you know lately and shit and they they liquidated Sam Simons' collection of stuff, memorabilia and stuff and he owned the, this piece. Uh and it actually it went on Sotheby's a little bit before my piece didn't go for that. You could have bought this for like 700 bucks or like a very cheap amount, very cheap. That's shocking. But what's remarkable is like Sam Viviano once again, right? He's the he's the all-star of this issue. The amount of caricatures, that is Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer. That is, whatever that lady's name is, who does the voice of Bart Simpson, who's a Scientologist. Uh, they're all in here, dude. That is Matt Groening. Wow. You know? Like, they're all in. Maybe, you know, Sam Simon is in here somewhere. Al Jean is in here somewhere. I don't know what those dudes look like. That might be Jim Davis. Or Jim Brooks. The, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. James Brooks. James right. Brooks.
0: Yeah. Here's your lineup of uh, Fox TV shows. It's Fox Almost Network. Because if you remember, like, TV channels would like it would be Fox for like half a day you know from like it would it would be something else at the end of the day Nickelodeon was that way and then and then at night it would like sign off pretty early be color bars and then at like five in the morning it would play the most jingo it would show like the blue angels across the Grand Canyon with like smoke coming out playing like the pledge of allegiance or like one of those like pre-ball game uh kind of songs and then it would start the start the day so like here are the ch- this shows dude married with children 21 jump street booker with richard G- was that richard Greco?
1: yeah i think so did
0: richard Greco have two shows he must have
1: spun out of uh 21 jump street right that's crazy
0: and uh i don't know what that is or maybe spun back in or maybe this is just booker like Booker lasted too long right uh, is this the Outsiders? TV I don't know. Show? I
1: was looking at that one, and I don't remember outside, you know, something like that. So that was another one, short-lived.
0: Right. <laughs> this is. At first, I thought this is theekston again. By the way, doing its photorealistic artwork almost. It, I thought it was uh, Drew Friedman when when he like got into his uh, ink wash period, but but it's not.
1: That is so uncanny. Like, some of these really look like photos that you were then. Do you think just they're photo the eyes? It's so close, weird.
0: Man. Yeah, they're close. They're so close. Feels like early AI, like, mashup <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah, like, like, just type in Mikhail Gorbachev and Bart Simpson into your mid journey and send us those JPEGs. Let's see what that looks like.
1: Man, when I see that stuff, like, it pops as being super different. I'm surprised that somebody didn't run with that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that, uh, Drew Friedman fills that niche eventually. But there you have it, dude. Let me put together my, uh, let me put together the thumbnail, Jimmy. What do you start with, man? You probably want this. You probably want Nintendo, right?
1: Yeah, I, look, honestly, it's an Alpha and Omega for me. You know, it's that, it's Mario Brothers and Simpsons is uh, a pretty good, pretty good, uh, Alpha and Omega.
0: Yeah, let's set this up so that you can take a good snap of this good shit, dude. Cover to cover. Every issue of Mad Magazine from 1990, dude. From issue 292 to 299. Super fun.
1: I think these are awesome. Like I said in the beginning, I'm surprised that this isn't a
0: gimmick somewhere. Well, it is now, dude. You <laughs> You're going to give it up. It's, a, it's the new Cartoonist Kayfabe gimmick. Fair enough,
1: fair enough. I do love it as a timeline, though. Like, what a document.
0: Absolutely, man. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Cartoonist Kayfabe, comic book Christmas in July is going down last Saturday in july uh what we're doing is taking a bunch of our comic book doubles our comp copies and uh gonna buy a couple of comics here and there and we're putting those in the free little lending libraries uh across the country uh to all those little uh libraries in our neighborhoods we had thousands of people participate last year i want tens of thousands of people to participate let's get a hundred thousand comics out in circulation Make sure you tag us. Make sure you uh, share photos with us uh, when you dump comics into these free little lending libraries. Uh, the Patreon exists to mitigate the KFab effect. Uh, our biggest supporters get all the videos before anybody else at our King KFabber level, and they're hanging out with us in the chat room uh, live stream as we are recording these videos at this very moment. But Videos brought to you by the books that we make, and the uh, Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you this Christmas season, coming to you in October. Uh, this is the 10th anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree. This is the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop as a Culture, and we wanted to celebrate that with the sexiest Hip Hop Family Tree book that we could possibly design. Uh, 504 pages, 140 pages of additional material that is not in those first uh, four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree and uh, lots of new artwork that is done exclusively for this book to wrap it all up in a bun and make it look uh, like a sexy comic that you would want your hands on. X-Men Grand Design Trilogy is another Christmas effort, effort to come out that will uh, be coming out around November, just in time for, uh, for the holiday season. Collecting all of my X-Men Grand Design work. Make sure you get your hands on that. Some of this stuff is out of print and red room crypto killers is my new round of red room comics uh each issue completely self-contained murder on the dark web for fun and profit issue three of uh red room crypto killers which is coming out the Wednesday before cartoonist k comic book Christmas in July is going to contain a backup story that uh is a proto version of the characters from my daily strip I hope you uh, scoop that comic up give you a little insight little idea about what my strip is going to be like And it'll be a a hotkey, as the kids call it these days, for the Ed Piscor bibliography. Jimmy, tell the people what we're looking at right here.
1: True Crime Funnies is my latest self-published comic book. You can find this on my website or on my Patreon at patreon.com slash jimrug where I post my latest comics and art. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next book from Image Comics. This collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live. Uh, They just put out a new edition of Deadly Scroll Live. Princess of Poverty will be coming out later this year. You can pre-order that one now. You can also pick up Hulk Grand Design in the fluorescent green treasury-sized edition, as well as the
0: Plain Janes. Super fun, man. Let's, let's, let's boost this uh, video up so that we can uh, do, do some more of this mad stuff. That's a fun conversation to have, Jimmy. There are other ways to support the channel. Let the people know.
1: Subscribe to the Cartoonist k newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist k t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is
0: also under this video. All good ways to support the Cartoonist k channel. Give them those orders, and we'll be on our way.
1: Read more comics.
0: Bada bing, bada boom.